Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 402 for June 4th, 2023. My name is Nathan Reaton Spruth and joining me this week we have Nicole Nicolotis Robinson Carroll. It's the second time in a row I've been mentioned first. Yay! Uh, lady, ladies first? I don't know, I just, I do it on a whim. And next we have, of course, Andrew Rowe McFain. No, of course. And of and and last but not least, eh, kind of least, Connor the Cyberpunk Monk Beth, uh, Besh. Last but most certainly least. I almost called you uh, Connor Cyberpunk Monk Best, and I was like, no, no. I, I'm the best. <laughs> the best. Um. Anyway, so first, first things first. Aroa, Connor, where can we find you guys? Aroa.website, and uh, you could either go there or you could just go anywhere that fine podcasts are found, and you could find one of my other projects, Clinton Score Classics, a Rise of the Rune Lords first edition actual play podcast. I work hard on it. Nicole also works hard on it. I Yeah, I gotta get back to it. I've taken a little vacation from it. I am really excited for when we start playing uh, live Warhammer, but as audio. Uh, motherfucker, don't threaten me with a good time. I will play Warhammer and narrate it with all of the skills that I've amassed in my over half my life of running games. That would be... I. I and people would probably listen to it. People would probably be like, oh, hell yeah, war. Probably. People do love Warhammer. Uh, there is an, There's a new Warhammer video game coming out, but that it just got announced, so it'll be like 10 years from now that it'll release. Anyway, Nicklotus, where can we find you? You can find me at KUNC.org, or at least my, my work in my professional life. And I'm on Instagram at NRC underscore on underscore KUNC. All right, perfect. And you're morning edition, right? Yes, I am the morning edition host at KUNC in Colorado. And uh, we, are, we, are radio, we are NPR for Northern Colorado is our tagline. Oh, perfect. That's Waking up that early just sounds miserable, but... But of course, you can listen to us anywhere at KUNC.org or on the free KUNC app. I'm done now. Okay, perfect. And of course, you can find me, Nathan Reitensbruth, everywhere at Reiten. The big one is Twitch. I'm there Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time. And I'm, I'm playing through some games right now. Anywho, let's move on. And we're going to ask Aroa what games you played this week. Uh, nothing has changed. I can't stop playing Zelda. I have a cat on me. So yeah, sorry about that. Such a soothing sound. No complaints <laughs> from me. He's purring right into the microphone. He, he just kept screaming until I picked him up. He, he needed me to hold him for some reason. But then... you know what? How happy he is that you did. It's not too different from my four-year-old. I feel you. <laughs> he, yes, he's very much a child. Um, otherwise, uh, cookie clicker. Perfect. Oh, yeah. I I I can't like I I'm like oh cookie clicker and then the number starts going up and I'm just like cool. Why am I, I not doing anything else? I just I just I get bored of things like that. So I got a phone that has two screens and I do admit that has increased the amount that I'm able to enjoy a game like Cookie Clicker quite a bit. It's a good game to have on while you're doing other stuff. I know everyone plays like the desktop client. I I just got the mobile version. Now, with your phone, can you, like, fold it up so, like, half of it is standing up and the other half is flat on the yes. desk? Yes. I've done that once, and 
just to like w- join a teams meeting while I was busy working with my hands at the time. But yes, easily. That's cool. Hopefully, I don't think they're ever going to release another one of those phones, but uh, I, Pixel uh not Pixel, what the hell is it called? Uh 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 yeah, Google. Google does Pixel, right? Yes. I think they're doing a Pixel Fold. They are. And it's probably going to be like eight hundred dollars and no, not worth eight hundred dollars. No. Yeah, that's not the same thing as having two full-on screens like the like the Kyocera phone from years ago, or the Surface Duo that that Connor yeah, has. I know, I know, that's what you're referring to. But, but mm-hmm. uh, the Fold, by the way, the Pixel Fold, seventeen hundred dollars. Ah, remember when I was like, it's eight hundred dollars, and that's way too much for it. God. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's expensive. Let's move on. We're going to talk to Connor. What games have you played this week? Uh, the one worth note is Shenmue, and I'm like, uh, okay, there's there's a point in this game where if you've played it where you got to storm a building and like every floor has got another fight on it. I'm right before that, and I've had 14 out of 15 of the, the moves that you could learn, and I can't find out where that last move is. Oh, no. So, like, I'm just running around Kowloon like... Mister, will you fight me? Please, just teach me your style. Teach me your style. I need to know. I won't get the achievement if I don't know. And so then, and, and instead of kicking everyone's ass to uh, progress the story, I'm kicking their ass in the hopes that they'll teach me a thing or two. You're, you're going around and just like, oh, all right, I fought all the adults. The next thing I have <laughs> to do. So it, I'm not sure if you remember this, but for some reason Kowloon is full of like, just an unusual, just an unusually high percentage of people who are martial artists of ludicrous levels. Like, every fourth person in this city is Zangief. Or, you know, of that equivalent. It's ridiculous. Awesome. But at least you're improving your skills. I, I, yes, I'm definitely improving using the one move over and over that quickly ends fights that I've discovered. Well, that's good. It, I believe that Shenmue originally was based off of the Virtual Fighter. Correct. It was supposed to be a prequel to that, and then in development, it quickly was un, it quickly was not working out. So they're like, "Screw it, let's just make it its own thing." So the, uh, it resembles, but it's definitely a little distinct from Virtual Fighter. No worries. And we're gonna move on. Oh wait, was that Shenmue too? Right, not just a that is Shenmue, Shenmue I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, and then. And... Uh, yeah, Space Station 13 in the middle of a gray tide, which is when there's a whole bunch of new people walking around. Uh, so someone was asking me about the basics, and I taught them how to grow weed. You know, that's good first day on the job stuff. And uh, next shift, I bumped into him. He remembered me, and he's like, hey, uh, this is great, but it's not making a lot of money. What else do you know? So uh, once again, I'm out here teaching people how to make methamphetamine because, God damn it, is it profitable. This is in Space Station 13. In Space Station 13. Just... Just I not, cannot stress that enough. Not Plasma at the hospital he works at. In Minecraft. I'm killing them in Minecraft. In Minecraft. But uh, yeah, it's for like the second time now I've had somebody message me out of like like people who didn't even realize that that was an option of a thing you could do in this game. And uh, that's I'm, I'm happy that other people are happy with it. It brings me a lot of joy. I'm sure there are big guide like wiki guides on how to do all that stuff. I'm I'm assuming. A lot of it is behind, like, a community-enforced block. Like, they're, they're pretty cool about being like, hey, guys, don't don't tell people about this if they don't want it spoiled. Interesting. That's good. That's good. Uh, and our last person to talk to before me is Nicole. What games have you played this week? 
So I played a little bit more Mario Kart 8 just because kids been into it. I reintroduced him to it like for, you know, I, I, I used to play it when he was like a baby and he would fall asleep watching me play it when he was a little baby. But now he's actually playing it now. I like how and instead the, of taking the kid out for a car ride, you just put him on the sofa and simulate it. Like, no one else uh, do that? Like, no, no, I mean, no taking him on car rides when he was a baby was actually helpful putting him to sleep sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mario Kart's basically the same thing, right? Kind of. But no, I mean, you know, there were days when I'd already when I'd already been working for a full day and, and I had to come home and like be a mom and it worked. That's and good. now we're and now we're playing it together and kind of bonding over it, which is really cool. Well, that's uh, good. Is he good yeah. at it or he still can't no. beat you? OK, <laughs> well, he's honey. He's four. <laughs> so uh, he, we, we did get him the, the steering wheel and, and, and pedals to play with, which he really likes. But I still have to put auto accelerate and auto steer on for him so he's not just dying and dying and dying and making a race last 30 minutes yeah well he's he has four so he'll he'll figure it out my nephew was i know he will beat me eventually fine motor skills are not a natural talent no my my nephew was uh terrible at video games i i tried to like when he was five i tried to get him to play the original mario and he was just kept not being able to jump or run or anything. I was like, man, you are not very good at this. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we did, we did play a little bit of super Mario world. Cause I, I have the SNES classic and we played a little bit of super Mario world, but you know, he's even more lost in that than Mario Kart. It, it was a fun experiment. Anyway, he might eventually get around to playing that stuff and, and like really making progress with it. My, yeah. My sister was also very bad at video games. I remember I've always been bad at video games. I love video games, but I'm terrible at them. I'll admit it. She would be like, I want to play only so that I wasn't able to play like in punch out. And then she would struggle to beat glass Joe. And I'm just like, you are the worst. Cause she oh, wasn't. No, see, my, yeah. <laughs> my brother is four years younger than I am, but I was always Luigi because he was better. Oh, okay. Uh, I know you played fallout new Vegas a little bit as well. And yes. Uh, yeah, I played, I'm trying to think there was there was another game I was just thinking of. But oh, yeah, I, I attempted to play a little bit of Chrono Cross, but I didn't really get very far. I don't know, like this week, I Fallout New Vegas is basically the only game I've like really been into for a sustained period of time. And that really sucks because it keeps crashing and glitching on me as I'm trying to play it on Steam. Yeah, and it, it, it crashes or it'll just get stuck on the loading screen. And, you know, I was, I was telling Chris, my husband, about it. And he was like, yeah, I mean, one of the best fixes you have is just go back to an old save. So save often. Because right, right now I'm looking at, okay, I've tried to load a couple of saves recently and they just don't work. So the next save in the line is like two hours of time loss. I would suggest if you haven't already, there are some mods that'll make it run a lot better. There's always... Yeah, you sent me the links to those mods. I just haven't... The, really got to that yet i was trying to think of other solutions before i you know went went through a bunch of downloading the, just on the off chance it would work the funny thing with the mods is that they there's like you go to the site that i suggested and it's yeah. like essential mods and there's like 10 of them <laughs> like you need all of these um but the the big ones are, i believe like the four gigabyte uh patch so you can use more ram and then a couple stability fixes. I think there's an unofficial patch that helps smooth a lot of things out as well. 
So yeah, like every every Bethesda game has an unofficial patch somewhere. Yeah, and that's really that's gonna help. Really, out. like this is an Obsidian game, but it's still using Bethesda's engine. So I I love the crap out of this game, but, but yeah, it's really testing my patience. Um, I I did just get to, of course, Child and and other stuff. I started playing it yesterday and I've only gotten to like the, the NCR outpost where you get kind of the first quest to clear out the ants. And, you know, I, I, I finally, I, I finally met Cass, which is great. And I like, I just totally forgot what a delightfully filthy mouth Cass has. I also, my girlfriend, I haven't played it, but my girlfriend played it on my steam deck and her steam deck. And it seems to run better on the steam deck than it does on windows. I didn't really have any issues on my Steam Deck when I played it. I bought a Steam Deck once, and it just did not work. I'm guessing it was the first gen, because I could never get it to work right. Uh, I I don't know if we're talking about the same thing. Or are we... No, I think maybe I'm thinking of Steam Box? I don't know. um, Steam Link. Yeah, they had a console. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It was a little peripheral thing that was supposed to let you... You know, yeah, that's a Steam Link. The Steam Deck is their handheld gaming console. Okay, then it was okay. It was Steam Link then that I yeah. tried, and it did not work at all for me. Yeah, I was like, I'm what? To do that. I was very confused there for a second. Well, I mean, I, um, it was the thing that you buy the Steam controller to be compatible with. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. The only I, thing I, I played with mine was Metal Gear Solid Five while I was at home with the flu, like too sick to get out of bed. So I was like, screw it, I'll just set this thing up, and. uh maybe it was the flu but i don't really remember those times anymore it ran well enough apparently i wasn't like getting up to fix it every 10 minutes yeah it's that that's all right it but it what it does is i think it streams games from your pc to the steam link so it it wouldn't improve the crashing that was that was there the steam deck uses linux and so it has to go through like a it's got to go through a translation layer, basically translating from the DirectX calls to the Vulkan calls. And for some reason, like certain games are just way more stable in that translation. Like I think Elden Ring even runs better comparatively on the Steam Deck compared to in in equivalent Windows uh, install. And it has less stuttering just because Vulkan's way better. I don't know. And it's also because there's a built-in shader cache. Yeah, it, and it's got to, it's got to. I think cache those shaders before it can run the game. Unlike on, on Windows, it does, but on uh, on Steam Deck, they have for a lot of more popular games. There's a shader cache payload that gets downloaded whenever you install a game on the Steam Deck, and that gets rid of a lot of that stuttering stuff. That's awesome. Uh, we're going to move on, and we're going to talk about me and the games I played this week. Uh, Monday, I played some Star Trek Resurgence. I beat that game. It is it's a good game. I, I liked it quite a bit. Um, I had some people on my crew that got really mad at me because I didn't want to kill everyone. <laughs> They're like, you should kill all these people. I'm like, no, I can't. I'm Starfleet. I can't do that. I was going to say, I'm real surprised to hear that in a Star Trek game. Yep, nope, they really wanted to destroy all of those people. And I was like, nope. So not... it must be New Trek. Ah, yes. Yes, yes, New New Trek, New Trek. Uh, they do have Jonathan Frakes in it, which is pretty great. I, I like yeah. that quite a bit. Um, but it's, it's a good game. I would suggest if you have an Xbox One or PlayStation 4 uh, to pick it up on, 
on there because as I said before, it the PC port is pretty pretty bad. It's it's playable. I I don't think I had it crash. I had a single bug in it where I couldn't use my trans uh my tricorder to scan anything. Uh but I just quit out and came back in and it started working again. But it didn't crash or anything, but it also only ran at 30 frames a second. And you can change the INI file to make it run a little bit faster, but that could also break some physics. So, yeah, don't... I mean, wait until maybe there's a mod if you want to play it, and it's on sale for, like, 20 bucks. But other than that, it's, it's, it's a really good game. I had a lot of fun with it, if you like those Telltale type of games. I happen to like those, so I had, had quite a bit of fun with it. And then I moved on to another game called... I don't know. Have you heard of this, uh, Connor? Shadowrun Returns? Hmm. Shadowrun. I've, I've never heard of the Shadowrun. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, right? uh, I've, I've had this game. I, I kick-started this game, and I never played it. I, I, like played, it. I played it for like an hour, and it's like, eh, it's all right. Uh, but I decided to go back and start playing again. Apparently, it's a pretty short game. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't realize how short it was, but it it is pretty good. I've been having a lot of fun with it. Uh, I thought I was nearing the end, but apparently I'm I'm right at the halfway point of the game. And I looked up not a guide, but like just a, like a a chapter list because a, a lot of the times what I have is I stream for three hours a night, and then I'll come in and and expect there to be like two to three hours of gameplay left. And half an hour later, I'm done with the video game. And I wanted to make sure that wasn't going to happen. So I looked up the list, and I'm about halfway through, and they say that right after this, there's a difficulty spike. Like, it suddenly gets a lot harder right after uh, this mission. I so, think I know about where you're at. Yeah. So I'm, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I'll be playing that Tuesday, Wednesday, probably Thursday. Tuesday, Wednesday, definitely, and maybe Thursday of this upcoming week. Uh, depending on if I beat it or not on Wednesday, and I don't know if I'm gonna trans, if I'm gonna go right from that into what is which the which is the next one? Is it Hong Kong? Is the next one? I think Dragonfall is the next one, and then Hong Kong. Okay. Both of the 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 sequels are pretty significantly superior to just regular Dragon Run Returns. Dragon so Run I'm, Returns. Dragon Run. Shadow Run Returns. I mean. <laughs> You know the one with the dragon in it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I, I'm not sure if you, you are going to. You don't even like Dragon Age. I like sure. Dragon Age. It, if uh, if you are going to, you, if you are going to go forward with playing the rest of those games, uh, and you like this sort of thing, it only gets better from here. Well, that's good. Do you get to transfer your character, or any any does anything from your save file transfer over, or is it all just do you start from level one and go go up? No, with an asterisk. You can download custom campaigns, and I do think people do things like New Game Plus mode. So Interesting. technically no, but you might be able to wing it. Interesting. Okay. And we are... Uh, that's it. That's all I played. Uh, I wasn't... I did, I, did re I did just remember something else I played this week, if, I, if I may, really quickly. Uh, I, I played Monster Camp, which is the sequel to Monster Prom. And if you've played the game The Yog, it's basically that format, but a dating sim with monster characters. And it's really cute. And uh, Monster Prom was, was really fun. And this is the first time, even though I've had it forever, that I've actually played Monster Camp. And I did, I did a first playthrough and, you know, 
just just totally blew it with Damien, but it was still fun. I might surprise you, but I'm not a huge fan of dating sims. <laughs> but have you played the Yogg? Because that's not a dating sim. It's just kind of a similar layout. No, no, like different I locations and well, I, I'm I not you know what? I'm, that one either. It's it's really interesting. It's a it's kind of a it's kind of almost like a choose your own adventure type thing. But you start out, you're in a village, and you have a certain number of days before this monster comes to attack the village. And you can go to different locations and take different actions that may or may not affect what happens to to the town. Interesting. And it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of narratively driven. Uh, you know, there's not any actual like platforming or anything like that. It's 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 kind of visual novel like in that way, but you know, you your your choices affect the story. I think that Oroa would one be the one that would be interesting. Player. That's what I was saying. Oh, Oroa would be interested okay. in that. Yeah, oh. yeah, that's a really cool game. It's it's really fun. Yeah, Oroa really likes. Uh, from what I understand, he likes graphic novels quite a bit. I think that oh, and, graphic uh, novels. Narrative, and yeah, and yeah the called. monster prom and yeah the monster prom series is kind of a similar format to the yog but a dating sim huh yes uh long live the queen is what i was trying to think of that it's very similar in format to that uh, Interesting. Long, long live the queen is is there is a there is a soft time limit uh but the main the main idea is to try to get through the the princess queen thing's life uh without getting her killed somehow uh by just making different decisions every day good I might have been into that one and for me uh i didn't play anything else on stream i did play some more wrestling empire uh they recently came out with an update matt dickey is a crazy man but he put in uh super street or he put in street fighter combos into the game because of the release of Street Fighter VI. And that's, that's been fun to play around with some more. Uh, and then on Thursday and Friday, I didn't actually stream. Thursday, I had dinner with my mom, who came into town for a couple days. And then on Friday, I went to Who's Live, which is... Uh, Whose line is it anyway? But live and not filmed. So that was, that was really fun. I, did you I enjoyed that. Uh, it was Ryan Stiles, Greg Proops... Jeff something and some other guy that I can't remember his name. Uh, unfortunately, Colin Mockery was not there. I, I would have really liked it if Colin was there, but that's all right. It was, uh, it was really fun. He hasn't been on in a while, has he? Who? Wayne Brady. He hasn't been on in a while. Uh, or is, he still on? is he still in the, in the, in the mix? I think, I think he's been in the new episodes that have been on there. He just wasn't. This was just a live performance, so they're like touring. Yeah, um, they probably have they probably have some people who just do tours. Yeah, and I, I don't I don't know I I I know Colin Mockery is doing his own thing right now. I think he started and he he's got a new show that's in development, so that's probably why he wasn't traveling on this one. And then, uh, like they said. At the beginning, they're like, we've got everyone except for the rich one and the bald one. <laughs> but I was like, but you don't have Wayne Brady. <laughs> I, but I guess he's also bald. the bald one. He, could, he is a bald one, but he's not the one that they make fun of for being bald. Anyway, 
uh, it was fun. I had a lot of I had a lot of fun with that. Laughed a lot. And now we're moving on, and we're going to talk about some news stories. Uh, I chose none of the news stories this week. This is all from Nick Lotus and Aroa, I think. So the first news story is AI ha- is causing a ri- risk of extinction, and this is from Aroa. Can you delve a little deeper in the into this for us? Aroa. Helps if I unmute my mic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this uh, title is um, it, a very it's an vice, awful title. It's a it's a very vice title. Uh, but I do like the the sentiment of the article itself. Uh, summary is a lot of people who are big in the AI scene, CEOs of of like OpenAI and all that good shit. Uh, everyone's everyone in that in that field is trying really hard to get people to think that like AI is absolutely way far beyond what it actually is and that it poses a real threat to humanity if it goes too far too fast uh and essentially trying to set some sort of precedent for ai companies to regulate themselves so that they don't get bogged down by government regulation um and that's that's pretty much what I, what i wanted to complain about is that this is yet another situation of an industry trying to skirt its way around being controlled by the government so that it can get away with doing whatever the hell it wants to do without any kind of real oversight. Um, Related to this is uh, actually something in this uh, or in the related articles off to the side even uh, was Open AI, which they're they're the ones that do chat GPT, if you're not aware. Open AI saying that uh, the U.S. should create licenses for AI uh, to to release new models. So that way, like, people don't, like, companies aren't able to just kind of show up and just throw AI models out into the world. Wait, uh, wait, wait. So what they're saying is they want less competition. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. They're saying that, that AI is great and fantastic, and they should totally allow them to sell licenses for people to use it. Yeah. It's, I see. Is it is completely down to companies like OpenAI, uh, to a lesser degree Google, because while Google, it has historically been really big with the AI folks, uh, their large language model tech has been uh, a little lacking um and and microsoft which is basically just piggybacking off of open ai uh all these all these people are trying to convince the government and everyone else that look it, what we need to be worried about is whether or not ai is going to going to take over the whole world and kill everybody without like trying to also look at facets of ai like hey where are all this da- where's all this uh data that you guys use to train the models where's all that come from and like it, it, where does the data go whenever people talk to the ai models is there any need to like ask users if you're allowed to like take their data and use it to further train your model like 
none of this is going to be brought up by these big companies because all they care about is furthering their product and creating essentially a monopoly over this technology. If they had it their way, things like uh, Llama, which was a large language model released to the public uh, a few weeks ago, uh, wouldn't exist, or at least wouldn't be allowed to be publicly available for free. They, it, it, this is just, uh, I, I'm the, I'm the so, guy that likes to complain about what's going to happen later. So and this is, so they are complaining that AI, which they are helping to create, might take over the world. And so they want to limit competition <laughs> from other people who might make AI and try to take over the world. So what they're saying yeah. is, no, no, we want to take over the world. Basically, we, okay. we want to be the ones who control the power to take over the world. That's what yeah. they're saying. My, my big issue with, with AI, especially things like OpenAI, is I believe that's what's used. Is, is that what they use for the, um, the, the picture generation stuff? So OpenAI has an image generation model called DALI. Um, there's, uh, the thing that most people use is, uh, mid journey. Is that open AI? Mid journey is a different mid journey is their own company. Ah, sorry. Uh, hold me. on. It's something diffusion. Stable, oh, stable diffusion. diffusion. Yeah. Stable, yeah. Yeah. Stable diffusion is the one that most people use because go figure it's the free and open source one. Oh, I see. And and my problem with that is that could take away jobs from artists pretty easily. And well, things like like large language models like GPT, uh, they're already looking at fears of that taking away jobs from writers. Yep. And the worst part of that that it would end up creating worse content in the long run. Just awful, awful content. And that's, uh, that's part of the current writer's strike, I believe. I, that, yeah, uh, yeah, I think that, that's part of it. And then there, there's just a lot of stuff, by the way, to support they, the writers. They, Because uh, they're pushing for essentially a guarantee that the, it, the industry moguls won't allow AI to write anything in place of a writer and won't allow... Uh, AI to write shit that is bad and then force writers to make it better. Yeah, I could see that. And for, for cheaper. And yeah. I could like, I think that they've done studies and I, I don't know the exact numbers, but there's a large percentage of the population believes that AI um, and automation could threaten people's like it could take jobs away from people but it also, absolutely could it will but that's yeah. that's a problem with but, the way that our government works and our, and our economy works but the uh the majority of people so the, the majority of people believe that ai will do that will take away jobs from people but also the majority of people believe that they are safe from it and I'm like, oh, no, no, you are not. Well, I might well be contributing to the end of my own career because, because I've, uh, I've lent my voice to Resemble AI, which is a, a voice, an AI voice generator that works for text-to-speech and things like that. 
if I could make any money off of it, I would I would submit all of my podcasts and use all of your voices to make Honestly, I don't know five cents. I'd be cool. You with could it. probably just make a bot that combs that. Like don't don't over complicate what's <laughs> probably already going to be done. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, all I want to know is why don't I have Majel Barrett talking to me as my Google assistant? Like that's the one thing I really want for living in the future, and we don't have it yet. Who is that? Majel Barrett, the voice of the computer in Star Trek. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Uh, I, of course, I know her as uh, Lox, uh, Lox Lo- Loxana Troy. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, uh, AI could be bad. I, I agree that it could be bad, uh, but I also disagree with the way that these companies are wanting to make it basically limited so that they don't have competition. There, There should be a nice way to not have that happen also uh government regulation should should step in and start controlling some of that so that it doesn't spiral out of control and stop people from you know being able to work like with those writer strikes and all that uh moving on to our next story uh this is a a subject that i am not qualified to talk about but the little mermaid has been review bombed uh by Racist, Racist, I assume. Yeah, yeah. Um, the new Little Mermaid live action has a, a black girl as Ariel, and apparently people are very, very mad that Disney has quote gone woke. Um, can we? Can we? Can just? I, I just want to find someone who like complains about things going woke and ask them what they think woke means because I don't think they could tell me. Uh, I I have done this, and they cannot. I that that's one of my favorite things is when somebody will complain about something like that is to ask them what they mean by it. Like when somebody uh says, "Oh, you're a socialist." And I'm like, "Okay, what does that mean?" Yeah, does that mean anything to you beyond a buzzword that kind of aligns with your opinions? Yeah. And I don't the this uh, we spoke about it before because you you watched the movie you liked it right Nicholas yeah 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 like, yeah I talked about this last week I saw this movie and there was I know we this is an actual story but but I did want to put in one more point just about like my reaction to the movie which so people have different reactions to different characters getting a different treatment in new movies but you know like you know in the Aladdin movie Jasmine got a little bit more of an arc where she was like no I want to be the Sultan and I thought that was really cool and in this one. You know, Eric gets to be more than just a cute guy with a dog. He has a little bit more substance. He gets his own song, and that's kind of cool. I, I don't know. I like the dog. I, I think mean, the best character is the dog. There's more oh, to yeah. life well, than being a cute guy with a dog? What the fuck? You tell me now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, do- dogs are the best. So oh, dogs, yeah, a dog will definitely give you an edge regardless of what you're ach- attempting to achieve. Yeah, apparently uh, there were 13,000... It got 32,000 ratings, and 13,000 of those ratings were one-star ratings. So It was pretty rough, yeah. IMDb Um, has said that there was, our rating mechanism has detected unusual voting activity on this title to to preserve the reliability of our rating system. An alternate weighing calculation has been applied, which I don't know if they can do that apparently they can um i don't know how that works it says according to imdb's facts the site publishes weighted 
vote out uh, averages and notifies when unusual voting activity is detected and alternate weighing calculation may be applied in order to preserve the reliability of our system. The site does not say what kind of mechanism it uses to rate those reviews. I wonder if it's a, if it looks at the individual accounts, you know, using some backend yeah, stuff that they have. If, if, they, if they look and they're like, this person has only rated movies one star. That's that's something I would do is I would look at um, like history, like how long the account has been around and then what type of reviews these accounts give. Because if, if they overwhelmingly give one star ratings, then this account was probably created just to troll movies that they don't like. And so kind of discount those. So it's probably just a troll account. What, yeah. 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 That makes sense. You know, I just, I didn't even know that much. Like I'd heard of review bombing, but I didn't know that much about it until, gosh, I don't even know how long ago it was, maybe in the last year or so. Uh, our queen, James Stephanie Sterling, did a review about, who, who? Uh, or did, did a video. Jim Sterling. Oh, oh, right. Yes, yes. Our queen, James Stephanie Sterling. Gotta show proper respect. I... Anyway, they did, they, did a, they did a video not too long ago, maybe in the last year, about, about review bombing. And that's like the first time I'd really kind of picked up on that, that as a, a phenomenon, like as something that affects things. I did not watch Jim Serling. Like, I'll, I'll watch them occasionally, but I hadn't watched it in years. And I saw a review and I was like, oh, why is Jim Serling wearing a dress? <laughs> Sterling wearing a dress? And I, I watched the review and I was like, huh. And I looked it up and apparently came out as, as trans. And I was like, oh, good, good for them. But I was very confused at first. It's like, maybe it's solidarity or something, but nope, it's nope. It's been a very costly transition for them because they've been losing a lot of viewers. Like, actually, not too long ago, they put out their under 800,000 subscriber special. Nice. Nice. Hey. I mean, I, I, I got no opinions on Jim Sterling. I get it. I get it. <laughs> you can only uh, be entertained by people being angry in front of a mic for so long. It gets well, old fast. Yeah, yeah that, but, was, that was why I stopped watching. Yeah. My old roommate used to watch him all the time. It would drive me nuts to just listen to it. It's but, bad for you. I genuinely think it's bad for your mental health. Like, I'm okay watching things that have a negative context, but not all the time. And that that seems to be how they made their... You know their popularity well, was like, just yeah, yelling into a microphone. They've always, well, sure. I mean, they've always they've always highlighted negative things, but in the aim of trying to make people aware of it, and you know maybe even galvanize people into action to change it. Oh, I I just got bored with her shtick. It was yeah. all with me. Like it, it just felt like I was watching the same three videos over and over again. The, yeah. which, like, the, 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 but the but the Bethesda is naughty song really slaps. <laughs> Uh, we're going to move on. We're going to move on to another story, I believe, brought by Nicole, which yes. was a YouTube blackout challenge. I don't know what this is, but I assume it has yeah. to do with choking. Well, uh, it is basically um, the stunt involves just holding your breath until you pass out. And this kid died doing it. And his mom uh, decided to you know bring it up with with youtube and try to fight you know this kind of thing yeah so apparently this is a youtube uh phenomenon i guess 
is yeah, is, I mean, kind, kind, that, of, kind of along the lines of like the cinnamon challenge, if you remember that. Right, where you would try to eat a spoonful of cinnamon and then yeah. you're but not I mean, able I, to, and you cough it out. That's, well, that's maybe kind of dangerous. It's not as bad as like just holding your breath until you pass out and see what happens. Yeah, my my brother did that once. He didn't want to do something. Well, I mean, I totally understand. I mean, I've I've heard of toddlers doing that in a tantrum. I'm I feel very lucky that my child did not ever do that. I guess his sense of self-preservation is a little too strong. Yeah, I never did that. My brother tried doing that. Um, he went to the hospital and they needed to give him a, a vaccine or something when he was a kid. And he tried, he held his breath because he didn't want to get the shot. And the doctor was like, yeah, he'll just, he's sitting down. He'll just pass out and then start breathing again. Uh, but yeah, this, this, I mean, but really this, this is devastating though, because you know, this kid was, you know, he was 13. So barely a teenager, just a baby, really. And, you know, he was he was on a call with some of his friends while he was doing this and filming it. And, you know, his mom found out because, like, he went upstairs and didn't ever come down. And then he eventually she eventually got the story out of her son's friends. Oh, that's not good. Uh, I know. Well, first off, uh, don't like ever, as a mom, don't that try this. Terrifies what, me. Yeah, what, a, what a fucking nightmare scenario. Yeah. Just yeah, like your 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 kid is totally fine and happy and wonderful, and you have no no not an inkling that anything is wrong, and then just a few hours later, he's dead. I just I'm gonna try. It. I'm okay. I'm gonna mute myself right now so I don't cry. That's Passing why out. you can never have your child on the internet unsupervised ever, ever. Oh I... yeah, well my kid's too young to even be on the internet now, and I'm I'm really holding on to that time until I they're have... 21 years old. You must surf the <laughs> internet with them at the wrist. 32 years old. Um, I have only passed out once and it was not enjoyable. I I didn't have fun. I remember I I I don't think either of you, but I was playing League of Legends with some friends and I was so sick that I coughed so hard that I passed out. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah. And uh you know, I I I had taken Heimerdinger cuz I was playing playing League of Legends and I told him to go back home to go, you know, get some health and then I I coughed a bunch and then I passed out and then you know woke up pretty much immediately after that and I was like why am I leaning on my table next to me and um so of course I I woke up and was like man this is my last game guys I got to finish out the game the game that was so bad that I blacked out yes <laughs> I I, people I, black I, out I, as a I, hobby man it's great. I accidentally choked a guy out once. <laughs> oh, I are we gonna have to like mark this as explicit or something? No, this... no, it's nothing like that. Uh -huh. uh, this uh -huh, was, sure. no, it, it was it was when I was in high school, and I was uh, I was I was play fighting with my boyfriend, and I jumped on his back and put my arms around his neck, and That'll I was I was trying to get him to give, and he would not give, so he passed out. <laughs> Well, so you like you it, showed it, him. I didn't even realize I was squeezing that hard. What we do in martial arts when somebody you know passes out in in training situations is you know you sit them up against the wall, you know like with their head above their chest so they can like breathe and stuff like that. Like oh, passing out is super fucking dangerous. It is. It's so bad for your brain. Yeah. Oh, I know. I, I feel like I, I feel awful thinking about the fact that I caused that poor man brain damage, and we don't even talk to each other anymore. That just doesn't. Yeah, so the moral of the story is do not do the stupid challenge. 
The cinnamon yeah, challenge, and, and, I kind also, of understand. And also, and also, don't wrap your arms around someone's neck when you're play fighting. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're doing it as sport, in which case it's totally fine. <laughs> I I had an ex who I just wanted to say, want to say it was similar situation, fully clothed, not doing anything. Um, and we're just sitting there talking, and then she just passed out. And she's like, oh, and so, you know, I, I, I'm checking her breathing and everything. Um, and she like wakes up and she's like, why are you like, what happened? And I was, and I was like, you fucking passed out. What the hell? And she's like, (laughs) oh yeah. Um, that happens, you know, if I'm just like, if my body temperature gets too hot, I just pass out. And I was like, yeah, maybe uh fucking tell me before that randomly happens. And we're talking. Huh? What was that? Is that a narcolepsy thing? I have absolutely no idea, and I have not spoken to this person in over a decade. So the not. excuses that some people will pull up to get out of Reeton's house. <laughs> yeah. I, I just uh, fall asleep sometimes. I gotta go, man. Yeah, I just, I just, uh, I, I really was not interested in what you were saying. I think it's happened know, to Connor man. once or twice. I don't know the guy. The guy I choked out stayed with me, so he must have been okay. <laughs> that was all right. New kink unlocked. <laughs> um. <laughs> Well, may, may, maybe, but and, uh, who knows where he is now. So before before we move on to our next story, I do want to ask, like Connor, I know you have some lung conditions. Have have you? Do you have a problem with passing out randomly because of it? No, um, my my bronchioles are not the best, but uh, one of the things they do is they can measure like how much oxygen you're getting when you breathe, and like I got to take deep breaths, but. It's definitely not an issue where, like, I'm standing up and why am I on the floor now? Oh, that's good. That's good. Even with the altitude change from standing up as a tall person. Uh, I mean, yes, that does happen sometimes, unfortunately, but you learn to stand up not so fast. See, see, Nick Lotus and I don't have to worry about that because our, our, our standing and sitting height is about the same. Uh, <laughs> I do have a... Dude. <laughs> I do have a comment about the, the article in general. And I remember being in junior high school, like my first year there, and they had this big assembly where the the principal came out and is like, by the way, people are doing this. Don't do it. I had never heard about it before. They called it knockout. It's the exact same thing that's happening here. Um, The people I'd spoken to had never heard about it. As far as I concerned, them telling us about it is how the entire school learned about it. I mean, somebody obviously was doing it. There's probably a reason that they said it in the first place. But, like, people have been doing this for at least since I was in junior high school. Like it, it's not a new fad, but it's weird that it's coming back, I guess. Like, the, the fact that I, there's now an attachment to doing it on TikTok or whatever. I looked it up, and Wikipedia says the CDC has identified this happening since 1995. Damn. Wow. Uh, which, like, it makes sense, though, right? Because, like, it, you have, you know, several million kids eventually there's going to be some of them that are like, Hey, if I hold my breath a really long time, I pass out and it feels weird. And then like kids are dumb. They're just going to, they're, they're going to do this. That said, I, every time an event like this happens, I wonder like, is how, how do you prevent the spread of this sort of thing online? And if you can't prevent the spread, then how do you keep kids from, from encountering it? And it always ends up bringing up the idea of like, well, we should just have better age verification. Yeah. And yeah. it's so hard 
to get through that though. I mean, it's 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 so hard to like prevent people from getting through that. And I mean, like what I'm thinking is, yeah, you can't prevent kids from seeing this. You can't prevent it from being out there. And so, yeah, I know, Connor, it sounded kind of stupid that your principal like brought the kids into the gym and told them about it. But like education is the key here. Yeah, it, it kind of is the same vein as sex ed, right? Yeah. It's like you can't you can't just like keep it from the kids or else then whenever it inevitably comes up, then all they have is their peers to really advise them on it. And if their peers are just as misinformed as they are, then things are only going to get worse. Babes, like, it, it's not a good thing. No, it, it, it feels a bit like a catch 22 because like, I, I'm, I'm always on here as like the, the personal privacy advocate. And every time somebody talks about like age verification online, it comes down to like, well, you should just have to submit a copy of your ID and a picture of your own face and like a 3D mm. scan of your entire intestinal tract to be able to get onto a porn site. No, 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 don't no, like no. That. Also a blood draw. Got to make sure. Also, right. That, yeah. I, I, I don't like that. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely not into that idea. Uh, but like, I also don't really know what you do and it's like it what particularly feels cold is the is the notion that like well maybe just some of them gotta die but like i yeah it, it's a really fucked up situation and i don't really know what the answer is i mean but i mean what it comes down to is parents talk to your kids about yeah. the internet and about yeah. how dangerous it is and about how you shouldn't like try every stunt you see <laughs> because it's fucking dangerous well don't yeah. don't do what my parents did and just let me let let them go on the internet yeah don't and, do that and hope for the best and that did not work <laughs> out well for aroa <laughs> and and also i mean yeah i i kind of agree with what they did at connor's school is hey this stuff happens don't do it it's stupid um i which, mean i know which there's all the education. how dare doesn't work but maybe it, it kind of did it doesn't. At least we're a little bit more knowledgeable about our drugs. Uh, well, it, it, like no, that, there's an absolute failure. Oh, it was, you it was a terrible to, failure. I, I think I think the sentiment of dare, maybe, or at least the concept of it was a good idea. But yeah, the execution left something to be yeah. desired. It was really cool uh, that Matt Groening lent his art to the to the textbooks that they gave to kids though in the nineties. Yeah the the dare program was an absolute failure because. It was like, oh man, I can do this stuff, and then I see dragons. That sounds awesome. Remember, and kids, if you do a drug, just hold your breath until you pass out. That way, you get the most effect out of it. Yeah, you you can't do like reefer madness level of like propaganda against these sorts of things because that's just going to entice kids to find out what the truth behind it is. Mm -hmm. uh, is it, it fucking weird that the most prevalent anti-drug message I could think of comes from South Park? Uh, which one's that? No, the one where they're like, the problem with drugs is it makes you feel okay with being bored. And instead of trying to de like develop skills or grow as a person, you might be okay with just slouching. And suddenly you'll realize that a decade had passed and you haven't done any personal development. My... Like, that's it. That's the, re that's the one thing you gotta tell. It doesn't fund terrorists. It won't make you go crazy. Well, you know, some, some of them will. But, like, that's all you gotta say. Just be honest with them. My mom... Who do you say... You're saying the video games are the same thing as drugs? Yes. So yes. my mom was uh, Nicole super... Nicole was also going to say something. Yeah, I was asking if you're talking about the Future Self episode. No, although that's another good one, too. This is uh, 
Oh, fuck. Actually, no, it is that one. Never mind. I had to think about it. No, but yes. Yes. Oh, uh, just just related because South Park got brought up and the South Park guys own this place. Casa Bonita is is like ramping up to reopen and it's a huge buzz around here in northern Colorado. I would go if I could. I don't know what that is, but we are going to move on to our last story, which I believe Connor brought up. I was was going to, but Aroa brought this one up. I'm ready to talk about it if we need to. Uh, this is the Knights of the Old Republic 2 Restoration DLC on Switch. It's bad, apparently. Or it's got abandoned. Uh, yeah, I, I have a feeling that the com- Yeah, I have happening. a feeling that the company who works on the Switch ports, Aspire, probably is not going to be a company in, like, six months or so. Just, just a hunch. Just a they weird did, feeling. Mm-hmm. They're doing... Like, they've done a pretty good job on some Switch ports, right? Are they the ones who did Doom? For the Switch? I don't know about Doom. I know they did... uh, I want to say, like, Civ Six is one of the games that they ported over. And that runs sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've historically been a port house. Uh, All of the... All of the the stuff that, like, EA has on Mac, they have Aspire do the port from Windows to Mac OS. Uh, They they do a ton of that stuff. It, It is... Not a good look, though, to do something like this, where you just go, ah, look, we can't make it work, at least not within the budget. Uh, yeah. We we give up. Here, just have, yeah, if you want a Steam key for it, you can have that. Yeah, it says, it says here, this is just the, from their, their tweet that they put out. Uh, we'd like to thank the KOTOR community for their immense passion and support for Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic series. That passion allowed us to bring this timeless series to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, blah, blah, blah. We're not going to be doing it. We'd like to thank everyone for their continued support by providing a complimentary video game key to players that purchased Knights of the Old Republic 2 The Sith Lords on Nintendo Switch before this announcement. Um, so they're not... Is it just the DLC they're not releasing then? Is yeah. Knights of- okay. So if you bought the if you bought the game, the uh, the base game, and you weren't intending to get the DLC, you can still get other games. Well, it was which free. I think it's pretty good. Oh, the DLC is going to be free gonna be content. Free. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's probably why it got canned because I I, I bet that they ran into too many roadblocks on getting it ported over because the base game ran like shit anyway, supposedly, and had a lot of problems. I, I bet that they just kept running into problems trying to port the, the extra content over, and they were like, look, this is gonna this is gonna run way over budget, and there's like there's no point in us doing this. Yeah. So you and can get just cut the losses. So instead of getting the DLC you can get starts uh, Star Wars, Night of the Republic 2, the Sith Lords on Steam. Um or the original KOTOR on the Switch, Force Unleashed on Switch, which, is that the full game, or is that, like, a, a yeah, different version? Yeah, a sequel. Well, I know that there's different types of Force Unleashed. Um, there's, like, a Wii version, is what I'm going... There's, like, oh. different, different... I didn't know if it it's, was, like, the, the 360 the, version. Yeah, it's probably the 360 version. Okay. Uh, Republic Commando, which, by the way, great game, if you haven't played that. Uh, Episode 1 Racer on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Jedi Knight Jedi Academy on the Switch. Or Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast on the Switch. So if you've bought 
Knights of the Old, Old Republic 2, you can get any of those games. Um, one for Steam, or everything else is for the Switch. Uh, I think I would probably go for like Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast. That's a pretty great game. And I, and- I remember when that game came out, we did a story that apparent like they had their own siloed online mode but people from the pc game were able to find out how to hack it and get into the oh yeah into the switch lobbies and just like decimate the people on the switch oh it's amazing that's lovely um which game which game of these would you prefer to download like if you want if you got a free key do you have a specific game out of these that's your favorite Nope. Uh, uh, I'm not a big Star Wars guy, man. You're asking the wrong. I guess Republic Commando. Is that the one where you got like a squad of bad company, bitch? Yes. Yeah. Pretty. Yeah. Much. That game was awesome. Yeah. I, I do do that one. It's like the least Star Wars game out of all these. It besides is. Besides maybe Episode One Racer, but uh, Racer's I, Me not playing shooters with a controller, I'd probably go with Force Unleashed since I never actually played it. You never played it. It was all right. No. It like, was okay. Is Force yeah. Unleashed the one with the DDR b- mode? No, I, no you're no. So the dude who holds his his lightsaber backwards and you're he does the thing where he pulls the ship down and it takes like twenty minutes. And yeah, a really you play, boring you play as a guy named Star Killer, but you're supposed to be a good guy. Yeah, you you play as um Star Killer. Wasn't Star Killer Luke Skywalker's original name? You play as you play as know. Deacon from. From Days Gone. The, the and then days. Picard shows up. And, and he beams down the away team. No, no. I don't know, man. I don't... I don't See, do I haven't Star played Wars. any of the... I, mean, I, I like the Star Wars movies and the shows, but I haven't played any of the games. The, I've, I've the, only seen two of the movies. I've seen all of the movies. Well, not all of them, but I've seen all of the main story movies. And let me tell you, some of them are not very good. But I've, only, I've right. only seen episode one and episode three. You well, I feel even... great making fun of movies that are designed for children. Does everyone else feel great about themselves? I feel like I accomplished something today. You haven't yeah. even seen the original three? No. Come over here. We'll watch it on Laserdisc. <laughs> the we'll right to, way to watch it. We'll have to get up every 30 minutes and flip the disc because it's on a CAV format disc. Yeah, but then maybe you'll finally like hear the five lines Boba Fett says that justified an entire crappy Disney Plus series. <laughs> yeah, I never saw it. No, I, I have it. I have. I've not seen that that series yet. But yeah, I mean, that, so, that, ser- that series was good for Finnick Shand. I uh huh uh huh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a huge I, nerd, and I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm. I like I do think it sucks that they brought up the the issue of like hey we know people bought this game so they could get this unreleased content. Sorry, but uh that's about all that you could expect out of us Star Wars wise. We are totally not the people for this conversation. Uh, yeah. So I, so the only really, other thing I would like to say about this is there was an there was the Kotor remaster or remake that they were making. And didn't that also get delayed? Or like I like, want to say it got oh, funding yeah. pulled or something like that. I do remember that. That I got, that got really totally yanked out of them. They, yeah, they, I want to they say their funding got the cut. Yeah. And was uh, that so, the same company? Yeah, it was Aspire. Aspire wow. was, was working on the KOTOR remake. And uh, 
the I guess Disney or whatever was like, no, <laughs> you're not anymore. Oh uh, yeah, that's what it says at the the last um, paragraph here. It says things just aren't going Aspire's way at the moment. It seems the Austin-based studio behind a bunch of otherwise decent Star Wars ports and remasters was purchased by Embracer for $450 million in 2021. That same year, it announced a remake for uh, Knights of the Old Republic uh, for at a PS5 showcase that immediately generated tons of excitement. A year later, Bloomberg reported that the project was already running into trouble and would be moved to a completely new studio under the Embracer umbrella. Okay, so maybe somebody higher up at Embracer was like, look, Aspire... You you guys are great at port and shit, but no, nah, you, no, you're done. You're done. They, we're, we're. I can't imagine Disney doesn't know that Knights of the Old Republic is just a cash crop waiting to be grown, because idiots like me will buy it again. Yeah, it's oh yeah, fantastic. Started working on a show based on it. I've I was that just about surprising. to say that. yeah, and like, I would not be surprised if they were looking for a little bit higher expectations than what Aspire traditionally has been able to provide. Yeah, like especially. obviously, I'm not going to say that because that's not good PR. But I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. All yeah. I know is that I'm so excited about the new Ahsoka show. I, yes, you you have mentioned it. I think in the in our Discord chat uh, that you're really excited for that. I, I, I like <laughs> again. I've seen all the Star Wars movies, but I haven't seen. I believe she was in the the Clone Wars TV show, and yes, so yeah. I she didn't. Was, yeah, she was in Clone Wars, and Rosario Dawson played her in the Mandalorian and I love Rosario Dawson and Ahsoka. So I'm really psyched. Well, I'm happy. I'm happy for you. I haven't seen much of the Mandalorian or anything like that. I I tend to prefer Star Trek. I think that Connor is the same way and, and Oroa doesn't like TV shows. My favorite TNG. Oh, TNG was good. great. T- yeah. oh, TNG was my introduction to the Star Trek universe because that was what my dad watched all the time. So, I mean, I, I have a love for both series. Am I, I a rarity in that way? No, I like both. I like both. It's just I tend to lean towards Star Trek over Star Wars. Well, Jonathan Frakes is hella charismatic. Definitely. That is that is not my particular reason for liking Star Trek, but to each their own. You know it is. No, no, no. At what, least what a little bit. One, you know. What was that one show he did about the oddities and stuff? P- Beyond up Belief, Fact or Fiction. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I watched I watch Pushing Up Rose's video about that show, and I just, my my appreciation for Jonathan Frakes increased tenfold. Did you not watch that show when it was on the air? No, I, I didn't. I believe you can get it for free on, like, Pluto TV. Um, but anyway, we are we're done. That's all of our stories. We did not have as many stories this week as we did last week. Next week, God. um, we're gonna have a bunch of stuff to talk about. Apple tomorrow. Apple uh, next Microsoft Sunday doing their thing. I think next Sunday is Microsoft, so it'll be like right before the podcast is recorded. Uh, they're gonna talk about all of the new Microsoft stuff. So we'll. We'll see what we do on that one, if it's going to be a long one like we did last week, or if hopefully it'll just be a short one where we talk about a couple news stories each. That'll probably be the way. I Unfortunately, last week, I, I had thought that the PlayStation Showcase was going to be a little shorter for us to talk about, but that, that tends to happen. Anyway, I want to thank you for being here, Nicole. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here, Connor. 
I was here. I was definitely here. Thank you for being here, Andy. What the fuck? <laughs> it's not his name. You take that back. You take that back now. Thank you for being here, Aroa. And I've, of course, have been your host, Nathan Reitz. Ruth will be back next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah, see Bye. if I come back. <laughs>